Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good afternoon and welcome to a special episode of Sheologians Betwixt Two Foilages. My name is Summer White and I'm here today to put the her in fern. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Joy Tembe. She is of Apologia Radio fame. And um, I have a list of questions here for Joy that our excited readers have sent us. So, Joy, thank you for um, agreeing to be on our show today. Of course. Uh, I just want to get this out of the way real quick. Um, I see that you have a nose ring. Mm. Did you get your nose ring after you read Ezekiel 16, 12 or before? Um, It was before. It was before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've I've thought about... um, taking it out but as you know mm. piercings are permanent <laughs> and I mm. I suppose that I could get a laser piercing removal you could but I've heard that it is expensive and you're afraid painful. of pain you're afraid of pain yes oh okay mm-hmm. well that makes sense I've always wondered are, are we not are all of us not no some of us enjoy pain they put them in mental hospitals, <laughs> but not all of them. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, Joy, uh, this this question, uh, I actually got, I had a lot. Also, of people... I well, I just wanted to tack on mm. to um, the the nose ring mm. question. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it because I'm evil. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. That makes sense. So maybe you're not truly reformed if you're still evil. Well, you know how it's, it talks about like the perseverance of the saints, mm-hmm. except for mm. if you have a, a ring in your nose. Ring in, right, right. Okay. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Okay. Well, now we know how reformed you are or not. Uh, so much like on uh, Family Feud, we had 16 people ask this question. Uh, Joy, what do you think the biggest problem facing women in the church is today? Men <laughs> not taking out the trash. Oh, that's actually a big problem for me. Although a deacon in that is a boy job. A deacon in our right. church took out the trash for me once. Our trash, the trash in my apartment, just it just stays piled because there's no boys there. Yeah. Oh, because are boys allowed? If you called hoarders, <laughs> yeah, they'd come and they'd mm. be like, "Oh, well, there's no man living here. It's not that you have a disease. It's that." <laughs> There's no man here. Of course the trash doesn't get taken out. Got it. That was well thought out. I like it. <clears throat> so you come from the drug church, Apologia. Yes. In Tempe, Arizona. Tempe, like the um, the meatless substitute. I'm not a vegetarian. I don't know anything oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Tempe is the thing that you vegetarian? they make a lot of. <laughs> they make a- no, no, I'm not. You're not a vegetarian. 
Well, I guess that means So you evolved. hate animals? Yes. <laughs> okay. Got it. So, like we said, you come from the drug church in Tempe. Um, if someone came to you and said, hey, I think my friend has a drug problem, what would you say? Um, well, if someone came to me and said their friend has a drug problem. Or they, they, they think their friend. Well, they have, think. They think. I'd probably immediately ask why they think that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, sometimes people don't have drug problems. Mm. Sometimes they have nose rings. <laughs> that, you know, the, the force from that. Anyway, um, but I would say if your friend had a drug problem and you witnessed them doing drugs and their life is falling apart, mm-hmm. um, I would recommend to them to not refer to it as a drug problem, but as a worship problem. And to bring it back to the gospel, mm. as we should, mm-hmm. in all issues of consistent, unrepentant. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know that people are going to wish I had answered that more fully, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a show in and of itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wouldn't recommend them to NA? No, I would not. Mm. I would say that that would... Um, basically just offer them another idol Mm, mm -hmm. and the message there would be that as long as you stop doing drugs Mm. everything will be okay but that's not the salvation that we know and I would not recommend sending anyone to NA or AA Mm -hmm. or depending on which program it is many of the programs that are available <laughs> out there. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know all this because you go to the drug church, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have resources right. available, right? Well, yeah. So the the first, like, three months of sermons at Apologia was just don't send people to AA. That was the basic. <laughs> right. The basic gist the of, message. of all of it. Mm-hmm. So... I've been heavily indoctrinated to think that, so maybe you don't want to listen to me. <laughs> I do. No, that's I what do. we learned about, because it was called Drug Church. So that's right. what he talked about every time. Right. He, Jeff would speak. He would just talk about drugs and how bad they are. Right. And then he would be like, you guys should all be ashamed for coming to this bottom of the barrel church <laughs> where all we talk about is drugs. <laughs> and that's the only problem here also. So now you're all cleaned up and everyone wears suits and ties mm-hmm. and looks like <clears throat> look the same. Yeah. Okay. And there's like all there's like steps. Oh, good. And things <laughs> there's steps. that you go through. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. But, you know, this is not a cult Drug at church. all. Drug church. Got it. I love it. Right. That's beautiful. Right. So you dye your hair. How feminist are you? Wait. <laughs> Can you go to drug church if you don't do drugs? You caught me. So, like, why <laughs> do we have such a large attendance now? Maybe we rebranded. Anyway, we rebranded. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, right. So you dye your hair. Mm-hmm. How feminist are you? Um, on a scale of what? Uh, from a scale of the patriarchy to um, 
Cecil Richards, oh. where do you land? Um, I actually land at like a midpoint, which I like to refer to as hipster. Oh, okay. My hair is actually dyed ironically. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Whatever that means. I like it. Beautiful. I'll Thank never, you. I'll never do it. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, and you know the whole drug church thing. Right. It just like to fit in. Yeah. Once you once you start going to drug church, yeah. Sort of like this initiation. The, most of the guys do their chest hair <laughs> blue, which is why you wouldn't normally notice. But I don't have chest hair. <laughs> Or a beard. I don't, know. It's hard to fit in without a beard. Right. So really, I'm not the only one that has blue hair. You just can't you see just it. You just don't, right. Mm-hmm. How long do I have to attend before I can dye my hair blue? You haven't dyed your hair blue yet? <laughs> not yet. Oh. <laughs> nope. I'll have to talk to someone about that. Mm-hmm. Talk to an administrative person. Is there a special that offering that will pay? Well, it happens after baptism. Oh, well, I've already been baptized. How many times can you be re-baptized? Um, well, I would recommend baptism just the one time. Okay. But you can dye your hair as many times as you want. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll have them take up a special offering so I can pay for the hair dye. Okay. And then I'll fit in. Okay. This is perfect. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all the questions that um, our readers had for you today. So thank you so much for joining us and answering all of our questions about <clears throat> women in the church and Ezekiel 16:12 and you definitely addressed that. Mhm, you did. And it was great. <laughs> and I really appreciated it. Well, mm-hmm. we're going to go both ways on this one. Oh. Oh, I'm not, um, I'm not prepared. I'm actually yeah, I just decided the last minute, you mm. know me and like crazy Mm. Hair and my piercing and so, drug church. So feminist. I just like to mix things up. Uh huh. Mm. And you know, I, because I'm a feminist, I was worried that the female representation in this show wouldn't be as high as I wanted it to be. Okay. If I didn't um, interview you as well. Okay. So you are my guest. Oh, wonderful. Today. Okay. Also. Mm. Um. Mm. And so I have some questions for you. Okay. Um, you. You mentioned that I have my fame from Apologia Radio. Yes. Um, you, your fame comes from mm. my DNA. James White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James yep. White's daughter, Fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Name drop right there. <clears throat> yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, on a scale from one to ten, mm. how would you rate your life? <laughs> from one to ten. Mm-hmm. Ten being what? The very best. The very oh. Oh, um, goals. Oh, uh, my life would have to be an 11 because I am James White's daughter. Oh, I thought it would be less. Oh, why? Because you're um, not married. (laughs) Right. That is the ultimate goal of womanhood. Um, But I think that uh, the great thing about being James White's daughter is that I am James White's daughter. And it gives me all kinds of meaning and <clears throat> free passes. And I like to catch Privilege. Pri- privileges. So many. You heard it here. White privileges. Summer 
white privileges. <laughs> Talk about white privilege, you guys. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of it. Uh, you guys don't even know all of the places it gets me. Hmm. Um, one time I got a sub for free at Subway. Wow. Um, my dad wasn't there, but I think they knew. <laughs> like, I think, I think that they knew. So they just didn't want to appear mm-hmm. like gauche and not to fan out. throw it in anybody's face. But I didn't even order white bread. <laughs> it was sweet. You guys heard it here. Summer white does not like all white things. <laughs> okay. Um. So I think every woman should ask herself this question. Oh, at some point, <clears throat> I probably already have then. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want most in the world? Free ice cream. Wait, wait. I'm wait. sorry. Oh, okay. I didn't finish my question. <laughs> sorry. A frying pan or a vacuum? <laughs> uh, are you asking which is more important? Because I have both. What? Do you want most in the world? In the world. <clears throat> a frying pan mm-hmm. or a vacuum? That's hard, a difficult to answer because in order to really need the vacuum, you have to first have used a frying pan to cook a delicious meal, which your children then littered all over the floor. So They kind of are interrelated, the two. And I've thought a lot about the importance and meaning that my cast iron skillet brings to my life. And then when I watched Tangled, I learned that it's not just a skillet. It's also a weapon. So you're (laughs) anti-gun? Yes. There are two... uh... A vacuum can also be used as a weapon. (laughs) That's true. I don't know if my weak woman arms could, like, throw it around, though. So... How um, heavy is your cast iron pan? Really heavy, actually. (laughs) My cast iron pan's really heavy. I have to use two hands. Um, It's part of my workout is uh, cooking is is how I stay in shape. Right. Well, so, how would you have time for anything other than cooking? I don't. So I would have to go, <clears throat> you know, I'd have to go with the frying pan. I don't think I could give that up. I don't think I could give that up. I could always hire someone to vacuum, but you cannot hire someone to be a frying to pan. someone with a frying pan. Right. So frying pan. And besides, if you're in immediate danger, hiring someone and then having them come over much. and use the frying pan to, too much. as a weapon. I need the frying pan. That's just, mm-hmm. I feel like that would just take too long. Right, right. The police take forever to show up and they're not going to show up with a frying pan. Right. So it'd be, it'd be uh, and it's cast iron too, because I'm anemic. <laughs> anemic and also um, <clears throat> I'm a real woman. So I cook with cast Amish. iron. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's why I also haven't dyed my hair. Well, I do go to the drug church now. I do. But. Okay. Um, what? Uh, speaking of the drug church, actually, mm, mm, mm-hmm. um, what is your defense for being under the authority of a church? Oh. My defense? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a woman, uh, I need a lot of authority in my life uh, lest I become wild or or feminist Um, also has has the local church put a ring in your nose? they haven't, the local church hasn't I'm very thankful for um, the leadership of my church because 
um, they do shepherd their flock well. And also, um, I am a sheep. So I need that in my life. That's my defense. Awesome. Because I'm weak. We know. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, it's a, we're both girls. We, we just talked about how we can't lift the frying pan. <laughs> we're both girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need authority in your life, of course. That's yes. serious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm serious about You that. know, none of the... <laughs> just so you guys know. None of my um, church authority has ever requested that I remove my nose ring or not have my hair dyed blue. Mm. What do you think that's about? Um, I think they're not actually members of the patriarchy. Otherwise, Wait. they would, right? But they're guys. I know. But not all guys are, right? I just thought they were. They're not. I don't even know. Is the patriarchy a person? Is yeah. It a collective? It's a it's a collective person. We haven't found where they meet yet, but I've been working on that tirelessly. What What's the collective of women called? Of all women in the world? Matriarchy. Oh. I wonder why we never hear about that. Um, because it has... we're actually better at being secretive than we are the men. We are. We may be weak physically, but we're not weak, weak when it comes minded. to... Weak-minded. Hmm, there you go. Women are cunning, like the serpent. And um, we learned that, I'm sure, from our interaction. Yes. First in the garden. Yes. Where we ate the fruit. Yep. Um, and we are all like snakes, mm-hmm. as you can tell. Yes. Um, last question. Mm. Could there be more female storytellers? Oh. You know, I'm kind of all about whoever tells the best story being the storyteller, regardless of gender. Since there are so many genders. Um, I just think that if you tell a quality story, then you get to be the storyteller. It kind of sounded like you said equality story. I'm all about the equality <laughs> story. Um also, the story of I feel equality. like that was Freudian. It might. Because you are yeah. a woman. So. Right. right. So I don't actually know what's going on in my own brain. <laughs> Things going on I don't know about. Right. You, um, are, you are just passively. Yes. It's like um, you're like a sleeper cell for I, oh, yeah. feminism. Like you don't realize it, but it's in there. Yeah. That could, that could be. Right. Uh, I, I just think that um, just tell a good story, you know? True or not, tell a story. And if you tell an equality story, <laughs> then or a quality story or a quality story, then you're probably um, you deserve to be among the ranks of storytellers. I would include myself in that for sure. And I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but not everyone does. And that actually brings us to our feminist of the day. Wonderful. Hmm. Who is um, he or she or Z? I don't know this person's. Actually, I'm pretty sure I know this person's pronouns. Oh, okay. She. She. Her. Her. Okay. Um, today's feminist of the day, this week's feminist of the day, is Jessica Chastain. 
Oh. Um, Not to be actress. confused with Bryce Dallas Howard. No, but they do look similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so she attended the Cannes Film Festival. Cannes? It's actually, the French would say can. Well, I'm American, so I say, <laughs> I say Cannes. Cannes. <laughs> the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And she was disturbed. Oh, why? Um, she was quoted as saying, you can actually look at the video. Um, I, I love movies. The one thing I really took from this experience is how the world views women from the female characters that I saw represented. And it was quite disturbing to me, to be honest. TBH. Yes, TBH. I was surprised with the representation of female characters on screen in these films. I do hope that when we include more female storytellers, we will have more of the women I recognize in my day-to-day life. Ones that are proactive, that have their own agency. They don't just react to the men around them. They have their own point of view. Okay. Okay. So why is Chastain the feminist of the week? First of all, she is a feminist. Mm-hmm. And her weird, arbitrary level of female representation wasn't met in this film festival. Right. Um, we know that she's a feminist because she refuses to take roles where she's paid significantly less than her male co-star. Um, there are instances which I would maybe also do the same if I was an actress. But I would want to ask questions such as, are you in as much of the film as him. Right. Like when uh, Jennifer have... Lawrence right. was upset because she got paid less than Chris Pratt for Passengers, right. but she also didn't show up until like 45, right. 50 minutes into the movie. Right. She did less Obviously work. worked less. Right. So she shouldn't... I mean, can you imagine if an extra was like, I don't take <laughs> roles where I... I mean, goodness. <laughs> Do you know that Chris Pratt is making more money than me on this film? <laughs> well, she wasn't an extra, but she wasn't even like... I know, but that's, a, that's I mean, extrapolate right. it. Like, if right. you, basically the point is, if you do less work, you're gonna you get, get paid, paid less. <laughs> you get paid right. for the amount of work that you do. Right. Also, it has to do with contracts and things like that. Right. I don't think Chris Pratt is evil because the people who run all of his stuff right. demanded more money to be in this movie. Right. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, I also think uh, that she deserves this role um, because she talks about um, women mm-hmm. in story in stories um, being props. What? And um, she says that she doesn't like to take, she doesn't mind taking small characters as long as they have a journey in the film and they're not opposite a man with the sole purpose of just furthering his story. Do these people just look for shadows in every. They do. Like, it's like you're looking right. for evil or right. to be wronged in some way right. in everywhere you turn. I just don't even, I don't right. understand. Um, I think that if you want there to be more female perspectives, aka more female directors, writers, um, then they should just do it. 
do you it. Should, Just do a good job. You should, yeah, you should yeah. Um, encourage women to write more stories. Right. Um, characters written by males or females will at times be purely for expository purposes. Um, they'll be supporting roles. Sometimes they will be a plot device. Sometimes someone will just walk into the room and be like, hey, aren't you late for your doctor's appointment? <laughs> and that's what makes you know we're about to go to a doctor's appointment. Right. It's, I mean, I recommend necessarily... you do a little bit better of a job than that. Right. But sometimes you do use people in a story because not everyone in the story can be the protagonist, right? Right. That would just be life. Right. You know, I don't understand when it comes to like women representation in movies and da 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 da. I was thinking well, about and this. in festivals, like specifically, this was like her wanting because I guess this particular film festival mm -hmm. is known. Mm -hmm. I doubt that mm -mm. is known for um, women don't women aren't included largely, um, and they don't win awards. Largely, like but women directors. Yeah, statistically okay. speaking, um, I think there are more men. There are in the industry. Yeah, so I think it's more likely that more men will win awards and their films will be right included. Yeah, um, we do also have a lot of women but that are. I'm sure they're passionate about the things that they work on. Sure, but they're not working on. Uh, can canis cans film festival material right we're talking like very artistic right you know obscure. like right right um we're I not talking about the presupposition is that is that women are being held from right being a part of this right That's, when in reality it's just go do a good job right Go make an obscure artsy film. Right. She's proposing a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Doesn't it? Right. Um, and here's how I know it doesn't exist. Hmm. And this is the number one reason why I gave her okay. feminist of the week. The week. Okay. Um, Sophia Coppola mm -hmm. won best director at this film oh festival. Oh my goodness. Stop. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, she did. For the beguiled. No, um, a female a woman won the <laughs> festival that she's saying isn't female oriented enough. Right. Well, no. and I think her her thing was that um, there will be better stories about women when more women start writing more stories. And the presupposition is that men are against women and don't write well enough about them. Right. And that's where those stop. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. I can't with these right. people. I really right. can't. You know, it, it it make it reminds me of how the studies on like why men they tend to own the upper end of the IQ scale and the lower end of the IQ scale, and then women tend to cluster somewhere in the middle. Right. And men just have a they're naturally geared towards a more obsessive personality. Like they're more obsessive than we are. Right. Um, they own more obsessive traits. They're more single track minded. Right. Very compartmentalized. Yes. And very, they can focus and obsess over things. And women tend to be able to be more like multitaskers and can be, um, you know, interested in more things. They don't tend to be the more obsessive gender. Right. And we know this from 
science and statistics right. and, and research studies research this and this is how like this is why we cluster around the middle of the IQ scale it's not that you know and, and the men tend to own the upper <laughs> end and the, and lower, the lower end right um, and so when I think about like men and you know being more directors and and they do they are overrepresented in terms of numbers right um, but I think that's because they're the more obsessive ones right. like they have a goal and they just like charge at it and they aren't busy having babies and I think feminists hear this and they're offended by it right but it's like this is just how we're wired right. like and if you be offended by yourself I don't know nothing offended right. by science nothing's I don't know. stopping you from winning the can festival no. clearly because a woman just won right. it so if you want it you can go get it no one's trying to stop you right that's Absolutely. ridiculous. No one is trying to, they're not, there wasn't like 500 applicants to this film festival and they were like, oh wait, you're a woman? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, that didn't happen. I'm sorry, we already have our token woman for this <laughs> right. film festival. It didn't happen. That's not happening. And so Jessica Chastain was disturbed by oh, many things. How easy it is to disturb a snowflake. Right. Can we just point that out? Right. I just, anyway. I don't. But, so she she wins this week. She does because I just thought it was she ridiculous. Does. Yes, and I think that I think there's this weird. Uh, obviously, I just think there's this weird inconsistency that's actually dangerous with what she's saying. I don't. I think when you encourage women to go into their these creative industries by saying that the world is against you mm-hmm. like what kind of female perspectives are we even going to get victim if we get women and that's going to be boring mm-hmm. like we don't want all the same perspective no. we want different female and male perspectives they don't want different perspectives right they want so you're essentially you're you're encouraging women to enter this industry as though the world is against, is against them. them right right and then I just don't understand like what kind of diverse and artistic and awesome quality right. stories right. are going to be gleaned from that. From that mentality. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, this was a weird episode. It was. <laughs> Do we have to explain that we were trolling? I don't know. I don't. I, maybe to some people. Okay. Right. I don't know. Some of those questions that we answered, we really do get. And this is how we chose to answer them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we are. um, Oh, we have a special guest next week that I am very, very, very excited about. I have been trying to get her on the show. Sophia Coppola. Sophia, it's Sophia Coppola, you guys. Um, I have been trying to get her on the show for months now. And I'm so happy that it's finally happening. And for everyone who's upset at the overrepresentation of male guests that we have, we're going to have her on for two episodes. <laughs> so Yay. hopefully it will make up for, you know, our patriarchal ways or something. I don't know. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And we are two thirds of the way to our Patreon goal. And um, Patreon. Patriarchy? Patri- yeah. Mm-hmm. You're funding the is patriarchy. Is that why? That's why. So, we're having it's such why... a hard time reaching our goal. Mm-hmm. 
because it's Those actually the patriarchy. And they're like, no, it's the patriarchy. I cannot. Right, right. We're two thirds of the way, and we need to get there. And we're actually about to start doing Patreon only content. So get excited. I think that's a big thing. Yes, is that there will be things, yes. little goodies uh-huh. on Patreon that you will not be able to get right. on the She Legends Facebook page or the website. Right. We'll only be able to get them if you are partnering with us through Patreon. Yes. So please do that. Go to patreon.com slash sheologians and we will let you guys know on Facebook when our Patreon only content begins. You can get this for as low as $3 a month. So I don't know what's stopping you because you probably lose $3 a month all the time and you don't even know what's happening. And you can give your 3 to 6 to $10 a month to defeat the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I went there. We don't exclude any gender. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Not any of them. Partnering not with any us of them. On, on Patreon. So if you are a her or a him or a Z. Z? Oh my goodness. People probably don't know how much we're joking right now. Like, do people know how much we're joking? We're going to get a lot of emails. I know. We're joking. And P.S. If you do want great resources on why NA is bad. Just check out Apologia Studios on YouTube. I mean, yeah, we can eventually do a show on it. If we you could, guys if want. you guys wanted. We can do a num- We can do a show on the number one thing women are facing. Mm-hmm. We can do a show on. I would say it's pragmatism. We can go into that another time, huh? Pragmatism. That would be. That would have been. If you had asked me that question, that would have been my answer. I would have said bitterness. Ooh, we should go into that sometime. Okay. There's an episode. Yeah, I think so. Okay. If anybody didn't angry, turn this off. Then then they'll find out. It is an interesting kind of humor (laughs) that not everyone gets. Right. So anyway, um, we will be back next week with our super awesome special guest. And see you guys then.